This is the Earth Regenerators Podcast. Generators Radio Hour. Hi folks, welcome to another episode of the Earth Regenerators podcast. In this episode we'll be talking about a project that has been brewing in the Earth Regenerators community for a while now. A labour of love that has taken a lot of deeply considered effort to come to fruition. It's called Vivero and it's at its most simple level you could say that Vivero is an app recently developed and a system for receiving and giving funds within the Earth Regenerators community. But it's also quite a bit more than that, as you'll see. It has a surprising richness to it when you scratch the surface. But before we get into the conversation, you might be wondering why anyone should want to listen for an hour and some to a conversation about a funding mechanism. Funding, like governance, can be kind of boring. And also, how is this relevant to anyone outside this specific group, the Earth Regenerators community? to people in the regenerative community at large? How does it fit in the larger predicament in which we all sit, in which ecological and civilizational collapse is becoming more likely year by year? Well, I guess I'd say that in response to that deeply complex crisis, there are thousands of people around the world who are shifting their paths in life, adjusting their expectations of what our collective future might look like, and dedicating themselves to providing some kind of effective and heartfelt contribution, however small it might be. And those people tend to recognise, one after the other and sometimes all at once, that gathering into communities of purpose is utterly essential to that effort. Forming genuinely regenerative communities is necessary. It is core to building a better future. And as the many leaders in this space know, effective communities must, very early in the piece, grapple with how to provide resources for their efforts and their dedicated members. We may not like that this is the case, as this so often boils down to an ongoing search for money, and it is precisely the ubiquitous money chase that we so object to in the schema of modern society, part of the thing we are trying to get away from. In regenerative circles we talk constantly about how we might find creative ways to move away from money-seeking in our lives and in our culture. At the same time, we all face the need, while this modern system holds sway, to bring those same funds into our best efforts at regeneration and culture change. This can be really difficult. The standard modern, socially legitimised sources of funding in our respective countries are seldom much interested in what we are doing, and when they are, their involvement tends to come with many non-regenerative strings attached. Even the mere process of approaching these funding bodies can be deeply dysfunctional and discouraging. Some for-profit and not-for-profit models of gathering funds have much promise, but many others are deeply embedded in the ethical paradigm that we know to be destroying life on Earth, and as such are intolerably problematic. So what do we do? To be clear, there is a lot of exciting work going on to dissolve this conundrum. All manner of genius level work is in progress to make regenerative finance a reality. If you haven't already, you might like to check out the work of Regen Network, or the Seeds community. On this podcast, you might like to listen to Jacob Seidler's interview with Gregory Landua to get a feel for some of the thinking here. That's episode 19. This is all deeply necessary work, and I think a great many of us hold these kinds of efforts in our hearts and in our sense of promise for the future. 
It is this sort of work that has a chance of transitioning us, as is so often said now, to the better world our hearts know is possible. Meanwhile, as we navigate this transition, all our deeply dedicated people still somehow need to be resourced. We have so many incredible people here, all around the world, holding projects both humble and impressive in their regenerative potential. They might all be oriented well away from a resource-seeking mindset, but the lights still need to be kept on and their energies need to be preserved for what they do best and for the potential they might unfold. So this is what Vivero is. Here in the Earth Regenerators community, as we approach three years of existence, we hope to begin resourcing each other by first looking to each other. It is a relatively simple beginning to the navigation of a complex field, but making this happen has been far from simple and a great deal of work. As you'll see, there are crunchy human dilemmas to be wrestled with, many questions to be answered, many rabbit holes to be examined. Outside of ER, this particular regen community, you may be wrestling with the same questions and design challenges to propel your own regenerative projects. I hope that this conversation might provide some insight into how we've gone about trying to crack this perennial nut. And if you can help us more than we can help you, i.e. you have insight into how we might do it better, please, please get in touch. I'm only at the fringe of this effort, but I think I can speak for those who are at its heart to say that we are always in search of new pathways and like to cultivate a beginner's mind in our approach. I hope that gives you something of a feel for the journey we've been on and why this conversation matters. We'd love to hear your voice in that conversation, and that opportunity is always, always available on the Earth Regenerators Mighty Networks platform. And now, on to the conversation. Hey there, I'm Andy Wildman, and I'm here with Rachel Olson and Todd Youngblood, all three of us members of the Earth Regenerators community, from which this community podcast springs. And we're here to talk about Vivero, which is, to my mind at least, beautifully crafted funding infrastructure for Earth Regenerators community which will, I think, eventually become the uh, beating heart of the community's regenerative effort, circulating resources around the community where and as it is needed. We'll be diving into all of that, how it came to be and how it involves you, dear listeners. But uh, let's first, let's do some introductions. Um, let's start with you, Rachel. Um, do you want to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit sure. about it yourself? Yeah, Great, yeah. Thanks. Well, uh, thank you, Andy. And hello, Todd. Um, I am Rachel Olson, and I have been a member of the Earth Regenerators Committee, committee community sorry, um, for three years, almost exactly three years right now. It started in December of 2019, and uh, I have been, I've become somewhat of a nomad in that time. I started out in the Midwest. Um, of the United States, and then I've been traveling around. I most recently have been in Barichara uh, at the invitation of, of Joe. This is my second trip to Barichara, and I'm now in back in the U.S. for the holidays, but I will be going back to Barichara in in January. Um, um, I am uh, I'm a writer. I'm a uh, content creator. I am also uh, have kind of had many permutations in my career, uh, so all of them kind of uh, blend together in the Vivero project because I also had uh, a history of uh, being a professional fundraiser in a number of places, and um, my uh, coming to Barichara kind of brought those, my writing and my creating, and as well as my fundraising and organizational development background together. So that's, uh, I think that brings us up to speed. So Sounds I'll great. Pass it on. Thank you. 
Todd. Great to see you, Rachel. Thanks. Um, yeah, my name is Todd Youngblood. I live uh, along the front range of the Rocky Mountains in Colorado. Um, I've been a member of the Earth Generators Network. Uh, I think I joined maybe in spring of 2020, uh, but I wasn't really active in the network. I, I kind of just read along with maybe some of the weekly or monthly updates from the mining networks. But uh, during the, that time, I, I've lived in uh, Colorado Springs um, under the kind of the base of Pikes Peak and uh, just north of the Garden of the Gods. Um, and then more recently, my wife and I have settled in uh, Arvada, Colorado, uh, which is a suburb of um, Denver, the Denver metro area. So uh, we're, we're right at where kind of the, the grasslands meet the Rocky Mountains. Um, and it's a beautiful, beautiful place. I'm starting to plant some roots, I think, and start to appreciate place. So uh, my, I guess my kind of journey into Vivero um, is through um, kind of gaining more interest in uh, the, the inner workings of the ER network and starting to discover some of the working groups that were really intriguing around the spirit of the gift and working in, in a, like a giving and kind of care capacity where Prior to kind of pandemic and and the ER network, I was a startup co-founder and trying to raise Silicon Valley like funding from for for startup. But I think um, it just seemed a lot more the, the ER, doing doing work, participating in a working group within the ER network, um, just seemed kind of a natural way to collaborate and cooperate and co-create. So. Um, I stuck around and eight months later, this, this magical thing called Vivero um, is in existence. Um, and um, uh, my background is largely, uh, there was a point in my life where I worked for a bank um, as a technologist uh, and engineer. Um, and through some winding twists and turns, I, I went from banking to philanthropy and uh, spent a little bit of time working for a nonprofit and um, now I, I find myself on a kind of a path really excited about uh, stewardship and steward ownership and um, cooperative ways of organizing, um, whether that's a for-profit company or a nonprofit organization uh, or something like a cooperative. So, um, yeah, I'm really excited um, to, to have a chance to talk about I guess everything we've been working on see where the conversation takes us. Thank you both and welcome to the podcast. My name is Andy Wildman. I've been a community member with Earth Regenerators for about uh, a year now and I've sort of managed to embed myself reasonably well because I love it so much. And I, as you might hear from my accent, I'm coming to you from Australian soil. I live in a small hamlet just south of Hobart in Tasmania and uh, I run a small social enterprise called We Are Humans Project, which is all about design and, and build interventions to help people adapt to big change in the world. Um, so climate change, economic contraction, the works, um, helping people to understand it all and what um, we can do about it together. My, my background is I'm a building designer and a builder and... Uh, but I started out in, in more in communications and I'm a writer and uh, 
content writer as well and uh, even done a bit of grant writing. So we have some things in common in terms of fundraising and that sort of stuff. But uh, yeah, mostly I'm just an enthusiastic member of the, of the Earth Regenerators community and that's probably enough about me. I thought to just kind of like to start off, maybe let, let's get, try and get super clear um, for the listeners exactly what Favero is. And um, as I said, you know, the way I expressed it, uh, it's, to my mind, it's a, you know, beautifully crafted funding infrastructure for the, for the Earth Regenerators community. But um, I'd love to hear how, you know, how you would say it. Let's see if we can kind of build a picture so people know precisely what we're talking about. Who wants to go first? I think if we're going to go sort of chronologically uh, uh, with how it uh, has come to be, it should probably start with me since I it was originally the the original structure uh, came from it was inspired by the fact that I received a grant from the Earth Regenerators Fund that was money that Joe kind of raised through his own means. He's a he's a really effective donor cultivator and uh, he had raised some money. So he brought a group of us together, group of earth regenerators. He put out a notice and said, hey, I'd love to uh, uh, start talking about how we can give this money away. So we got together and we formed this earth regenerator fund group. And out of that, I received some money that allowed me to travel to Barichara. And uh, it was a, a fantastic experience and a wonderful opportunity. And um, that one of the things that uh, when I made my proposal to the group to receive funds, I said I would like to go and you know figure out ways to help develop the work that's happening there, especially around the idea of, of fundraising, since I have a, a background with that, and since I was being so um, I was being you know benefiting from you know other people's work. So anyway, um, I had a wonderful experience, and I started thinking about what was possible to do something that's really simple. Because, you know, it's easy to reach out to the, um, you know, one or two large donors. Joe's been successful at that. But the the network has gone, it's now, uh, you know, the Earth Regenerators community around the world is, it's over 4,000 people. And um, my thinking was that really two things. One is that, um, you know, we may not all be able to give big gifts, but I think that there are an awful lot of people among those 4,000 for whom uh, the equivalent of $10 a month is probably a doable amount. So $120 a year uh, for as many people as we could get to kind of commit to that, we could put together a, a very nice, you know, even if only 10 or 10 or you know, 10 or 20% of the people in the group were, were to respond to this. Um, we're still looking at you know a nice a nice uh, revenue stream, so um, it, it's a very simple concept. There's nothing really particularly revolutionary about it. It's it's very kind of standard old fashioned fundraising where you mm. um, you know invite people to, uh, to to make a small a lot of, a lot of small gifts as opposed to you know one or two big gifts. Um, but the other piece of this that I was very excited about too is that I think that there's a lot of people who want to do something and they're not in a position to do big life-changing things yet but they want to put their toe in the water of, of actually you know having what I say a little skin in the game right so this is an opportunity to move in that direction and I think it it has uh, it had a lot of uh, in my mind it had an up it it had the potential to bring 
people in closer into the the uh, the center of the going from conversation to actually you know boots on the ground getting um, making projects bringing projects to life so anyway that was that was my concept and I liked Vivero because when I was in Barichara, um I was helping Joe grow and plant trees and of course the Spanish word for these little tree nurseries or little plant nurseries they call them viveros and I thought I thought the metaphor was really uh-huh. strong you know this idea of taking this small kind of fragile thing and nurturing it and letting it grow so that that just uh, that just felt right to me so anyway I, I put together a little one one and a half page description of how I thought this could could work and we started talking about it internally and with the Earth regenerator fund folks and with Joe and so we were thinking about how we would start to roll this out and then I started hearing about this guy Todd Youngblood and you know how clever and cool he was and people were like you know there might be some ways to kind of bring together his um, engineering and technological, skills with with this idea and so i think I, I just remember having a conversation with todd and he's like yeah i think i think we could build an app and uh and and then it's it's this thing whole thing just took on a whole new uh dimension a whole new life and i think with that maybe it, i could just uh pass it to todd sure. mm-hmm, cool. yeah so i guess reflecting on on rachel's introduction so she she called vivero a fund um, we have, I guess, the, the, the ER fund group in the Earth Regenerators Network, um, and they, they are kind of bringing structure and creating kind of space for dialogue to, to understand what a fund is uh, for a network. I, I kind of like to relate to it like a, like a treasury. It's, it's where we store um, the gifts that we all, that we all share. Um, and then Rachel, Rachel also referred to it as a, as kind of like a call to action, a, a way to co- make a commitment to mm. um, participation. Um, and so uh, that um, that's like to me as a technologist and engineer, who's um, uh, I, I think I approach my work from like a, a structural perspective. I want to bring shape and form to something. Um, it's a it's a space that we've created, and it is very much like a like a nursery, um, but instead of kind of little tree like plantings and cuttings, um, trying to find roots, um, what we're bringing is ourselves and our stories and our and our kind of dreams and aspirations mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. what can be possible in the space that is the ER network because we like Rachel said we have four thousand participants and I'm as a steward of the mighty networks I see it grow every day we have we have people joining every day and so I think um, we find ourselves in a, in a time and a place um, where there's a lot of kind of uncertainty around um, the health of the planet and the health of um, like social fabric and I'm really excited about the opportunity that we have as the ER network to start to collaborate kind of across uh, virtual lines across across borders and across continents i mean uh, talking to you Andy, mm. in, in Tas- tasmania um, i see this as a space where we can start to cultivate and, and share ideas and our own inspirations uh, as joe does um, in kind of video form and um, 
as a structure, uh, Vivero takes the form of a mobile app that you can access from a laptop, a desktop, uh, your mobile phone, Android and Apple. But it, it is a space for uh, dialogue. Um, it's a space for insight into the resources that we share, currently um, US dollar. And it's a way to start to express ourselves collectively and, and, and organize ourselves around those things that we care about collectively. So maybe I'll pass it. Yeah, maybe I'll pass it back. And, yeah, yeah. I, I just wanted to um, as well say that, you know, in case there's people listening from um, outside the Regenerators community, um, there's, um, you know, we are sort of a, a, a collection of people who are sort of, as they say, collapse aware, like, you know, aware of the, the ecological precipice in which we stand and very sort of, you know, post-doom, as uh, as I've heard Rachel put it, <laughs> um, you know, in that sort of phase of, of um, having accepted so much of, of what's gone wrong and, you know, how, how badly wrong it could go further we are all kind of looking to what kind of work is, is, you know, good work in that context. And so that takes the form for so many of that, those, you know, 4,000 people. I mean, I guess there's a lot of people there just sort of watching and listening, like you described yourself, you know, that you did, Todd. But uh, there's also just, uh, you know, hundreds of people with incredibly creative uh, projects, um, things that they're like putting their entire, you know, life's work into into happening um the passion in this community is pretty incredible and um the the kinds of projects that uh, we are working on that people are the individuals or groups or um, are working on within the community are quite often very difficult to get off the ground you know they counter to the general uh to modern culture that um, that they sit within, and yet they have to somehow work within that modern culture in order to work, and so there's there's deep challenges and barriers to you know achieving these things, and so mutual support becomes you know very very necessary within that context, and it's it's necessary just for joy and connection and and all that, but in order to meet the dreams um that we that we're holding um <laughs> the, the the mutual support is absolutely totally necessary so i was just thinking back to the the launch uh the um that happened recently and something that midi berry was talking about that there that there's how did she put it she was talking about the the feeling that you arrive at that giving and receiving are sort of the same thing, you know, that you you eventually, like when you, you've been in the space of, of the funding space for long enough, there's a there's a sense that that you, you give to receive and you receive to give, you know, and it, 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 it travels both in both directions at all times. And I was, yeah, I was really struck by, you know, she arrived at a point where she was saying that Rachel you as you know the one of the first recipient I think we were the first recipient of the ER fund yeah um you, that you being a, a sort of wonderful example of you know receiving more from the, the recipient than you give you know it was a small amount of money and we've re, re, as a community we've received so much back 
Yeah, I just I just wanted to, those are a few thoughts that ran through my head as you were speaking and it's sort of the spirit with which this is unfolding kind of matches that in, in my mind. Yeah. And I, someone coined a phrase to me the other day that I think captures this beautifully, inspirational capital. Because mm. I think the inspiration, mm. I think the, 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 um, the financial capital follows the inspirational capital, right? I mean, I think yes, that, yes. That, that that's a big piece of this yeah. is that we're not just, this gives us a really great way to tell the stories, and to invite people in to um, the, 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 the stories and the work of people who are inspired. And I have my, one of my favorite sayings these days is inspired people inspire people. And that's, you know, that's, that's a really big piece of this is it's not just, you know, we're going to ask you for ten, 10 bucks a month, which I think for, for most people is a, a fairly, in, fairly small contribution. But what we're really doing is we're inviting you into the story. We're inviting you to become a participant. We're inviting you to hear and be, um, be mindful and keep track of what these different projects, as they, as they emerge and unfold and as, you know, as people's lives are transforming, they're, they're making the shift from the old paradigms to the new paradigm and, and to be, um, you know, to, to, we're inviting people to, to take a much closer seat to the, to be observing that and be and to feel part of that. And I think that that, in my mind, is perhaps more important than the. the I mean, I think the financial piece. I mean, there's so many amazing ideas out there, and 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 just, and people who have the capacity to really do. Um, important work, and we need to free them up to do that by making it so that they don't have to be, their lives don't have to be encumbered by, you know, trying to support themselves uh, in other ways. So anyway, I just feel like, um, you know, that's important, but but more than that is, is really, is getting people, um, you know, opening their, their inspiration to the idea that, hey, you know, so-and-so is doing this, why can't I do that in my neighborhood, you know, or um, mm. that, you know, that's the other piece, too, is it invites people to maybe decide that I have a project, I would like to get funded, maybe I could try this, too. So. Yes, yes, exactly. And it seems to me that um, that what Vivero is doing is kind of paving a road and making, smoothing, you know, paths by which the financial capital can follow smoothly after the inspirational capital rather than, you know, getting blocked by kind of just uh, a lack of um, clear passage, say. You know, that's one way of thinking about it. I also actually should say that um, I just want to say for tra transparency reasons as well that I am actually one of the nominated beneficiaries on Vivero and uh, my own project, um, We Are Humans Project, has been kind of nominated in, the, in that um, context. So, yeah, it feels important to say that. <laughs> but what do you think of that kind of... Um, yeah. Uh, that that kind of framing of of, of what Favero is, Todd. I I, I really like it. Um, I think Rachel, yeah, Rachel speaks to. She has spoken to inspiration and and kind of storytelling is a is a pretty key component of of the Favero. Uh, I even hesitate to call it a fun. Mm. It's a it's a space. Mm. <laughs> it's a space um, because it's so much more than the the. the the money that we're giving, um, but it is a source of inspiration. I think drawing on like narrative and metaphor is something that I always enjoy doing. Um, but I see, I see the, the the kind of what we're sharing is like a water flow 
I think throughout history, you could draw on water as, as a type of like element of, of like spirit and inspiration. Mm-hmm. And, and the metaphor of a nursery, I think just rings very true because the projects and, and the, the work that we're kind of uh, propagating and kind of bringing into the world within the nursery is, is our work and our, our minds and our hearts. And, and that is what is being incubated in this space um, and, and being prepared to like uh, bring out into the world or into the landscape. And talking about it even as a gift seems to like be a little bit of a disservice because it's not, uh, even though you are making a transaction, uh, it's, it, you're not losing anything because you're actually gaining, um, you're gaining the potential of the future. Um, and I think we talked about, we talked about inspirational capital um, and I think social capital plays a, plays a role here, but there's a, there's a larger kind of framework of, wealth that um, I like to draw inspiration from. Um, and I, I think it's a little bit unfortunate that they talk about um, the different forms, different forms of value through, through the lens of capital. But there's a, if you Google apple seed permaculture mm-hmm. or, or the eight forms of capital, mm-hmm. um, you'll find an article that, that talks through um, eight forms of value or eight forms of capital that, that are, are present in, daily life. Um, Gregory Landaway, um, who's, um, I would say, proximate to the Earth uh, Regenerators Network in, in the Regen Network, um, was one of the co-authors of this piece. Um, but he likes to refer to it as kind of like a folk finance or folk economics way of looking at wealth and looking at value. And it, and it touches everything from financial capital, which is kind of a what's i think what's most common in daily life our daily life in, in metropolitan uh, uh, life but um, it goes into intellectual capital and like knowledge and literature and, and spiritual capital and wisdom and tradition uh, experiential capital which i think relates to to rachel's kind of inspiration uh, or inspirational capital and, um, it's it's a way of looking at wealth and value from an expanded lens where I think one of the issues that were, uh, I would say, I personally and within the ER network is, is really like thinking about deeply. Um, one of the shifts that we're trying to like consciously make is, is uh, away from money is like a dominant uh, form of expression in, in daily life and thinking about how we can draw on uh, other forms of value that uh, decenter money and, and, and start to paint a picture of a plural economy where um, we live in a better or or better relationship with the earth and with each other. Uh, some would say right relationship with the earth and with each other as well. Um, but that's kind of what I see being uh, at the heart of uh, the ER network and, and one of the things that, that has a direct connection to Vivero and then kind of lives through it. I was just thinking as you were speaking about the um, the metaphor, Todd, of you know water and um, and young young plants or young trees in a nursery. You know, we all, we all have a lot of um, there's a lot of collective trauma around money, and it's you know it's a difficult subject. It's complex to 
try to find those you know new paths you know and yet money is how at present in the rather powerful system that we all live in it is the the way in which we're all held up you know those small plants having that kind of like you know water flowing into them and they're being held up and being able to live by by way of you know financial flow you know so um that's kind of how we are, we are currently doing things and it's not how we wanted to be doing things in the future um because we all see that there's so much that goes wrong with um, having this, you know, hyperfungible token you know, called fiat currency ruling our lives, um, and it's, it's apparent to you know nearly all of us in the, within this community that uh, that it can't continue that way, and yet you somehow need to, you know, uh, support each other with that same currency um, to begin that work. You know, even just to sort of. The work of changing how we do these things requires <laughs> that same currency. So it's kind of like it's a, mm -hmm. it's a, one of those um, you know binds that uh, that we all find ourselves in, and takes you know the creative collective creative effort to to work through. And I think you know it's so pleasurable to you know follow the conversation around Vivero because everyone is thinking about these things and Vivero I noted you know noted was built with the the idea of multiple forms of currency in mind and yet starts with with um with fiat currency which I think is makes utter sense yeah but what can be done with it in the future is is pretty open you know it's like um it, it seems to uh, am I right that that was part of the the design of the this you know infrastructure from the beginning. I yeah, I would actually maybe push back a little bit on, on that. Fiat oh, currency is the is the is the first uh, currency exchange because uh, there's two kind of primary layers to the Vivero app, and one of them is currency and and, and kind of a fund accounting engine, if you will. Uh, but when you first register for the app, you're not brought to accounting, you're brought to the, the social layer. Mm -hmm. uh, and I would say that currency is voice. Uh, and that is the, the currency uh, that, 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 that is what Rachel spoke to earlier, that inspiration is kind of the leading, the, the leading force. Yes. Good point. Uh, yeah. Beautiful. So uh, I'm going to push back there and say that nice. Yeah. Voice and, and self, self and collective expression are, are present. Mm, mm, right from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, would, I would also um, say that I, I think that in the, in the original vision of this, the idea was to bring people together more than anything else. It was really about um, making sure that the people who wanted to take a step closer to the sort of landscape level, uh, life-changing, actual active, as opposed to the more passive, conversational uh, sharing of abstractions, which is also incredibly important. I mean, I did that for mm. a long time in my process before I was ready to say, okay, I, I have a sense now of what it is I can do. I, it, there, I, I needed to have, you know, I went to a bunch of campfire conversations. I went to a lot of meetings. It took mm -hmm. me a long time to kind of figure out, you know, I, 
Originally, I looked at Joe and said, I want to do what he's doing. And then I discovered that I'm not Joe and I can't do what he's doing. Mm. I, I just, that's not possible. We each have to find the thing that, that is the, the natural expression of who we are in the world. And I think for some of us right now, because of obligations, whatever, maybe just, you know, um, setting up a, a, a monthly donation is it that's as much as as I can do right now for some people I th- and there was a time where I was the same way that was as much as I could do mm. um, but, but once I took that step um, I be, then became interested in you know where's my money going and so then I started listening to to the various conversations and plugging in and slowly but surely over time meeting people from all over the world and 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 being exposed to that I, it, it started to the, my own uh, my own um, pathway in began to emerge, and I and I you know to and and it was a process. I mean, it took three years really for me to go from where I was to where I am, and um, and it's and it's not done yet. You know, I'm still still seeing how this unfolds, and so what I was sort of hoping is that this would be an entry point for other people who were you know, in that same place, wondering, you know, what can I do, you know, uh, mm. and, and, mm. Uh, and, and that, that that would begin, you know, this journey, and that we would support each other, that then there would be a community of people who were intentional about trying to um, move in that direction. And of course, I think a big piece of this that we haven't really talked about is the project incubator, because that was that was, uh, mm. there's a, a group within Earth Regenerators, where People are invited to bring ideas for things that might um, that that fit under the kind of basic um, umbrella of the mission and vision of of Earth Regenerators, and and then um, you know bring it to people. You know, if, if, so maybe you just have an idea, but you don't really know quite what to do with it. Well, then you have a, a, a circle of people who have experience, who know how to move forward, and they can they can mentor you, they can give you guidance. Um, and, uh, or people have projects that they want to, you know, share with other people and, you know, that, dealing with that inspirational capital piece. But anyway, just to say that this, that this was all part of the, the vision for this, the, the money was just, Really, in my mind, you know, that's that's the icing on the cake. But the cake is a whole bunch of other stuff that is mm. designed to um, help people in that personal transformation, which um, from where I sort of sit and live is um, just it's it's a big piece of how we're going to evolve. You know, we first it starts with being able to change your own life. And so the, the you know, in one life, mm. one 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 set of behaviors, you get enough people, then you know, all of a sudden, that's that then becomes culture, and eventually, culture becomes biology. You know, so so that's the that's the that's the trajectory we're kind of keeping our fingers crossed mm. uh, that mm. will work because we're in a race against our own our own evolution here. You know, mm. we we've mm. got to we've got to um, make some pretty significant changes to be sustainable. And, uh, and, and so this is, this is, you know, our attempt to kind of get the ball rolling a little bit. So. Mm. Yeah. I, Sorry. I think this is a really, is that okay? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think this is a really interesting kind of bridge because Rachel, you were talking about Vivero, we're talking about the nursery and you, you, you bring up the words culture and biology. And, and to me, 
my mind went straight to the other element that is necessary in the vivero in the nursery, and that's soil. Uh, and soil is this, uh, I call it an element because it's, it's a mixture, uh, like a combination of, of life and bacteria and sand and uh, decomposed materials, but it's, um, uh, it has an elemental presence in, in Vivero and uh, another way, kind of in the, in the language of finance and economics, another way we've talked about Vivero is a, a giving trust, um, like a legal trust and an, uh, a trust as an accounting and, and legal structure. Um, and we've also talked about it as a type of uh, endowment fund where the endowment fund is a, is a fairly uh, common model in, in the nonprofit world. And it, it is essentially uh, acts as a foundation um, that, that uh, can, can live uh, in, in, in a sense. Um, it, it has investments that grow and, and that growth is what is given away from an endowment fund or, or used to fund schools and learning and education. Um, Vivero uh, is kind of modeled after an, an endowment fund uh, and, and is structured similar to an endowment fund, but instead of relying on um, investments uh, in like the public stock market, uh, in, in, in companies, um, it, it uses that new and novel uh, Web3 or blockchain technology, if, if you might have heard it, heard of that. But um, without going into technical abstractions, some of the technology that uh, enables the Vivero Fund to grow over time is, is rooted in soil health. Um, and that is the, the, the project uh, we know is uh, the Regen Network and uh, the nonprofit foundation, the Regen Foundation, and the technical steward, uh, Regen Network Development, uh, which is an incorporated company. Um, but um, this project, uh, has a has a cryptocurrency behind it called Regen, and that cryptocurrency is is uh, intricately linked to um, the carbon cycle um, and and carbon offsets or carbon credits if you've heard of if you've heard of those. Um, but Regen is taking a really interesting approach because they're looking at um, carbon credits in relationship to to soil health. And the creation of biomass, and um, it, it's it's a really interesting opportunity to 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 link technology that is metaphorically similar to uh, uh, culture and, and, and ecology, um, but it is actually technically linked to soil health and the carbon cycle uh, on our planet and, and our, our living Earth as an ecosystem. So. Um, that that constitutes kind of the core and the soil of Vivero as a as a growing fund and and as a kind of a regenerative uh, vehicle for our our collective wealth. So um, that's that's where my mind went, Rachel. When you speak to when you speak to culture and, and biology and uh, the social culture, I think that we're building and the stories that are that are kind of coming together and the the cultures and backgrounds that we all represent. I think Earth Generators is, is quite diverse, like geographically and mm -hmm. uh, uh, professionally, ethically. So. Well, I, I've often described it. It's not really a demographic, it's a psychographic. 
It's it's <laughs> it's not necessarily any one particular demographic group. It's it has to do with where people are on their psychological, emotional, and spiritual journey towards you know this this yes. awakening process. So, um, so it, that's it's so interesting because the the psychographic crosses all the different demographic groups. So um, it's yes. kind of cool that way. Yeah, um, I agree. I, I'm one. I, I just I just want to put something out there. I'm wondering if at some point um, maybe Todd or uh, or Andy. I don't know, uh, but that we could explain to people how, if they want to connect with Vidvero, how they would do that. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, that's 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 a great idea. Um, yes, and it is part of my little structure that I had for the. Uh, for the oh, okay, interview sorry. yeah so like, I, I was getting there but it's good to, no no it's good to get there let's just go there now yeah absolutely do you want to um, talk about it Todd or, or shall I or um, well we could probably put it in some show notes too yeah, and, and yeah, just provide links idea. wherever yeah. the, prod, the podcast is provided yeah. but um, yeah the you can access Vivero as a as a, an application uh, on your mobile phone uh, on your desktop computer on a laptop computer uh, you have to you have to open up a browser. Um, it's not on any app app store, um, Apple or Android, but it is accessible via a browser. Um, it's at app app dot vivero dot co dot co dot com. So app dot vivero dot co dot com. Um, and if you pull that up, we have um, a system that actually doesn't require you to have a password. So all you need is an email address and you don't have to remember a password to log in. And to, nice. Yeah, join, join, join the fun, I think. Mm, mm. Yes, and that just, uh, you also reminded me, like, that is, you know, in, in the spirit of sort of, you know, giving to receive and receiving to give, they, you know, I, I just like to speak a moment from, you know, um, coming from the other direction, you know, there's, um, you know, you mentioned the uh, incubator space, um, Rachel, regenerative incubator, um, which is kind of like part of, you know, my journey with Earth Regenerators actually was that, you know, I, I joined the, the community and I, you know, f- uh, found, you know, all these like-minded people. It was an amazing, you know, it felt, as you say, I was in my own um my own psychographic, <laughs> like, you know, with all these people who felt, you know, thought the same way. And that was an amazing experience. And I became aware of the, the um, project incubator space. And I resisted actually going there because I, it fit me perfectly because I have this project that, you know, needs funding, needs support, needs so much help. And, um, and yet I sort of like had that, you know, as we all have that sort of, you know, collective um, trauma around money and like not wanting to um, ask and all that sort of thing. So I resisted um, being, you know, and I'm kind of, I'm glad I did actually. I got to know the community really well and, and just, you know, attended a lot of staff and did a lot of sense making with others and found, you know, a lot of friendships. And and then I did join the, the, um, the incubator space and immediately just discovered that it was such a joy to be helping others with their project that that was actually like my immediate reward, <laughs> like, and the and the the culture there was just exquisite, 
and you know the the warmth with which I was received and which I watched other people being received and I joined in to you know to <laughs> add to that warmth and you know it all blended together and um it, it you know it was just such a fabulous experience and it kind of um you know, so in in one way, I'm laying out a, a path for people who do have these regenerative regenerative projects, as you just did, Rachel, to come along to you know to ER and and like check that out and get some support, um, and because you will you know be, be you know beautifully supported in that space, but also just to describe you know that melting um, of you know, the giving and the receiving, it all just got so blended together in the, in the experience, you know, and there was, there was times when I, it didn't take me long to, to realize that there wasn't actually lots of money, you know, available or anything like that. I was, and I actually knew that I could be going off elsewhere to, you know, there might be a more fruitful kind of (laughs) places to, to, um, you know, lay out my project and what, what, uh, what I was doing, but I didn't want to go anywhere else. You know, it was no, no desire, you know, like I just, um, whether or not there was money available, these were the people that I wanted to speak, you know, my dreams to. And because all that, you know, all the capital that you were talking about, the, you know, the social, the inspirational capital, like, and, and just the, the heartfelt, you know, connection and support was all there. And I, I've been watching the community grow and and you know and seeing this kind of um this infrastructure grow and sort of as as a way of supporting that and kind of embodying that that experience and you know I I feel very patient about it like I don't think it's going to you know it's it's going to be immediate there is probably not going to kind of like erupt into this enormous thing with a great splash but I think it will grow very steadily like a like a a seedling and eventually, it will become something really strong. So, yeah, I just wanted to, kind of, in response to, I feel like I've gone back to the sort of <laughs> talking philosophical about what Vivero is, but I also just wanted to sort of like talk about the path, you know, of receiving as well as the path of giving. Yeah, I'll pass it back over. <laughs> I, I, I will say, as the technology steward, I, I hope we grow slowly because I don't. <laughs> I'm not sure if Vivero has the capacity for for. Yes. It's not an industrial greenhouse. It's Vivero. It's a it's a neighborhood in a bioregional nursery. It's uh, it's it's not meant for uh, thousands of yes. users. At, at which point, I think the the culture might be lost um, in 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 the design and the de, the development of, of Vivero as a technology. There's been this idea that um, it can be branched, um, but those branches are not separate. Um, actually, Andy, we've, we've, we've had this discussion. What would a, mm-hmm. what would a Vivero, um, trust mm-hmm. look like, um, in Australia, um, supporting yes. local bioregional activities? Um, I think, uh, uh, there's an intention of, of place and, and kind of collaboration, uh, within in between place that, that, um, is possible when we look at how, how Vivero, um, can grow. Uh, it's not going to grow. Uh, as a distinct cellular unit, um, but it can replicate itself, and 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 in that kind of uh, distribution, find mutual support and, and mutual collaboration that that doesn't overwhelm, but but actually uh, creates uh, resilience and um, uh, 
um, kind of compounds on its uh, on, on the benefits that that is shared between each Vivero branch. So that's maybe peeking a little bit too much into the future, but um, yeah, Vivero as it is now is small. It's modest. Uh, I think today we probably have um, maybe five hundred dollars to give away. Last last check, uh, maybe not even maybe just shy of that, but. Um, if stewarded, I think it can grow organically and become a mm. become a vital part of the ER network as a whole. It's a nice it's a nice evolution of crowdfunding in a way because crowdfunding is kind of my understanding of how that generally works. Um, is is that you know you 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 fund a project, you fund a person, you fund a thing, and then that that cycle completes and it's done. But this is really more of a is this is a um, then it's 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 like okay we're 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 working on this thing together and yes we are raising money but that's not just that's not the that's not the most important thing we're doing is we're creating relationships around the fact that we share uh, a commitment we share a vision mm-hmm. we share a, a passion for um, creating change and uh, you know that um, and 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 this is a way that it's a fairly low stakes, low expectation way to get into that. Um, but mm-hmm. but that it's not just about, okay, we're going to fund this project and then we're going to be done. It's like, no, I have this thing in my phone. I'm carrying it with me. It, it's it's an ongoing relationship. It's, it's an ongoing sense of connection um, that mm-hmm. as the – as the projects grow and as the community grows, um, I'm going to be growing and changing with it because I've, you know, this is, this is, uh, I've, I've uh, stepped into a relationship. So um, I, I just I think that that's a, I, don't know, I find that very exciting. I find that very uh, intriguing. I, I, I can't wait to see what this looks like down the road, you know, to see, um, how it, mm. you know, not just that, that we've raised money, but that, that it has the potential, I think, to, um, to help uh, change people's uh, ability to participate and grow in, in getting to know each other. So, I mean, one of the mm. things that's been really cool about Earth Regenerators, and I think Vivero can also, you know, we're going to see this happen too, is like once COVID was over, people started moving around and finding each other. I mean, for, for a couple of first couple of years, we were all, we were all, you know, in pandemic and we couldn't go anywhere. So the, the Zoom relationships became like a lifeline, right? But then when travel mm. became possible, we started you know, finding each other in 3D. And I, I can't help thinking that maybe with, with the growing the relationship between people and projects and uh, that, that there might be some of that same dynamic, you know, that uh, it's like, okay, I've been funding, I've been funding Diogo and in, in doing, um, or, you know, my money's been going towards that. That's a project that I'm really interested in. Uh, maybe I might mm. want to go to Brazil and, you know, and, and mm. see this with my own, with my own eyes mm. and, and, you know, get my hands in the dirt. So, I mean, I'd love to see that be a possibility. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I love what you're saying about the, it feels to me that Vivera does a nice job of reflecting the, and sort of enabling, you know, those relationships that you speak of that, you know, we're embedded as individuals, we're embedded in this community and the, and as individuals, we can support the community and then the, the community in, res, in response supports the individuals back again where they're needed. And 
where it's needed and it just it feels right it just feels really nice to to be embedded in a community that has the you know capacity and the the sort of the bandwidth and the you know uh, the skills and the sort of creativity and intelligence to to support you in what you're doing um, so you're not you don't feel alone and you don't yeah and it just feels like that sort of nested relationship and I think it sort of reflects the structure that you know humans are as people we are fundamentally nested uh, in community um, in family first I guess but then community next and then you know within an ecological nest you know that's larger than that and this pattern it kind of it uses um you know financial capital and other kinds of capital uh seems to sort of just create those paths for it to properly connect those relationships you know and those those nested relationships and i think i find that quite beautiful but i have a question um for you both that maybe we can use to to wrap up which i guess is that you know earth regenerators is sort of built on a a cultural platform of real honesty and you know be willing being willing to look at the shadow sides of things and being uh having a certain vulnerability with each other and using the sort of pro-social tools that we have philosophies to work with that and not let it trip us up and and like let it feed into the into the journey and the growth so i'm kind of i'm, I'm wondering what you both think about you know, Vivero as a sort of a, a, a seedling of its own, as its, you know, risks and dangers and sort of like, you know, it may not, may not get there. You know, we've been celebrating it as a, as a thing emerging into the world. And yet I'm, I'm aware that there are, there are things that it could, you know, be starved of and, and, that, and that sort of thing in which it might not grow and it might not become the thing that we really, that it could become. So I'm kind of wondering... Uh, what do you see as being those things and potentially if they are there, if I'm right about that, and how can we be the, the stewards and the nurturers of the, of the, of the seedling, I guess, is, is the sort of the nature of the question. Um, how, how can we as a community and others who might be interested participate in that, in that nurture? And I'll, I'll leave that open to either of you to respond to. If it's okay, I'm going to just go ahead and jump in real quick because I think this is yeah. a, I think this is a great, really great question because one of the things that has happened as we have gone through this process of, of um, you know, taking what was just kind of a, an idea that I had and then bringing it to other people and letting them kind of play around with it and all because we've been working on this for a while and I sort of envisioned that we could get this thing up and running mm. in a month and this was you know last April. <laughs> um, and uh, it, it's been a real learning process, not just about, you know, Vivero. It's been a learning process about us. It's been an interesting way. And, and that's kind of how I feel about nothing is wasted. I mean, even if, you know, and, and, I, and I don't think this is, um, I, you know, that it's, it, it's I think it will uh, find its place um, and do what it's meant to do. But I, but nothing is wasted. And if even if it doesn't, the fact that we are, we're learning and we are um, evolving our ability to work together, people who are very different from each other, people who have very different um, goals and ideas. And so, so uh, you know, it, it, that's been a really cool process. 
and I think the thing that has been really hopeful about all of that is that even though we haven't always agreed, and even though we have some of us very different objectives, like I'm, I'm, I tend to be very entrepreneurial. So I see this as a startup. But there are other people who are seeing this in a very different way. They're seeing this as a, as a, as a foundation and a structure for other things. So, so we've had to really kind of figure out how to balance th those different energies. Mm. Um, and so I, I really think it, it's going to find its own place and it's going to become what it needs to become. But even if it even if it turns out that this is an imperfect phase, you know, if you think of like an evolution where certain species just they're they become links to something else. It's impossible that this could be a link to something else. But but the, the things that we've learned, you know, you know Thomas Edison is, you know, I, I learned I took me I learned uh, 1,000 ways not to make a light bulb, you know? So maybe this is, um, this is going to be a, a step in that's going to take us um, where, where it is we need to go. So, but I, I think that it, there we have, I think there's a lot more to be, uh, a lot more to, to, to come just from what we have here. I think we haven't, we haven't explored everything that this, mm structure that we have in place and these people that we have we haven't found we haven't explored everything that that can be yet and i also feel like once we're feeling a little more confident about some of these things i think mm -hmm. there'll be an opportunity to be a little bit more forward facing in introducing this to the world i think we've been a little tentative because mm -hmm. it is all so new and because we are still mm -hmm. very much feeling ourselves a work in progress so I don't know that we've had as much. I don't know that I don't know that we've really had the full launch. We've talked about you know the the alpha launch and the beta launch, but I, I think that there's still more launching phases to go as we find our footing and we feel more confident and are more able to articulate what we're trying to do to the world. I think there is going to be a more forward facing, more publicly visible introduction of this technology and this idea i don't know i'd be interesting to, to to know what you think todd yeah yeah i mean i think yeah we may undersell the vero a little bit i think there's there's quite a bit of time and energy and heart and mind that's gone into this too and and like some organizational uh, labor too uh, we have a nonprofit fiscal host Jonathan Cloud and Victoria uh, from Possible Planet. Uh, it's a, Possible Planet is a New Jersey 501c3. So there's a legal structure, a legal pattern kind of behind uh, the Vivero. We did the barn raise. We have a structure. We have the, the water flowing. We have the soil growing. And I, I bring my kind of technical expertise uh, from a public benefit company, a for-profit company. Um, and we hope to bring trusts kind of into the light as being a, a way to uh, achieve new forms of community finance that, that's oriented toward uh, uh, multiple stakeholders and not just an individual account owner. So I see technology patterns here. I see legal patterns here. We're doing dare I say, innovation uh, in, in kind of a social space as well. New ways of relating to each other, new ways of uh, doing collective 
uh, expressions and, and, and self-expression. There are conversations going on in the, in the background. There are working groups that are, that are uh, set up to, to steward this work and this body of work. Uh, and, and one of those is maybe Rivero has its own legal uh, membrane for itself. And, and what could that look like? Is it a, uh, is it a trust, like, like a Patagonia type company uh, with a, per, uh, a perpetual purpose trust? Or is it, is it more like a, a, a co-op, like a food co-op, um, but instead for technolo- a technology platform? A social a, a type of social platform so um, there's a lot of discussion going on around how do we protect the thing that we care for um, vivero and earth <laughs> and i think we have the uh, i mean it, maybe we don't have it now but we have um, a lot of smart people who have backgrounds in nonprofit management and, and legal uh, innovative ways of doing legal financing. So I believe that, that we are a, kind of the beginning of a story of Vivero. I dream of, of Vivero being kind of a tap root where other roots can come off of it, uh, focused on specific bioregions and then we can kind of come together and become a much larger structure. But I think we're still underground right now. We're still in the soil. Uh, we've just germinated and maybe we have a little sprout mm. it's it's it's, mm. it's small at best so we haven't mm. even produced fruit mm. there's no harvest and and the seeds that 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 may come from this first tree are likely to spread so i i'm an optimist i'm a collapse aware optimist but uh, it's that inspiration and hope that I that I'm able to find in Earth Root Generators that 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 to me collapses now just my lungs every minute. It's not it's not an ecological crisis, but it's 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 a cycle that that we're always going through. So every <laughs> breath is a collapse. That's how I cope. Yeah, yeah, that's if, if you will. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I um I gotta say that uh, even if uh, this. There's no fruit, and you know <laughs> the leaves are small, or whatever on 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 this sapling. For me, being uh, even just being having my name there as a as a potential beneficiary of 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 Vivero is really humbling, and and it's an honor, and I feel joyful just to be in that place in relationship with everyone. I just that reminds me actually of something that Trisha Stapleton said at the at the launch recently. Or that, what was it? She said, you know, she was talking about her and her project, and they're doing, you know, Trisha and Iris and folks are doing incredible work in in the, on the Osa Peninsula in Costa Rica, and it's an you know an amazing amazing project, and they're doing really having some effect, and you can just see that going growing into the future. And she talked about receiving you know funds from the Earth Regenerators community, and she said that. She said many few beautiful things, but she said that the fact that it has come from too many of you to name is indicative of its sanctity. And that, I think, is kind of the part of the reason that it just feels so beautiful to even just be named there. You know, so, yeah, I just wanted to to, to put that in. I would also just like to give you, I think we'll, we'll, we'll wrap up now, hey, um, but I just wanted to maybe give you an opportunity. I know that this has been, you know, I've... I've Asked you to to because you've been pivotal in the in the 
in the process of bringing this to life. But it's been a community effort, I know, and just wondered if maybe we'll take this opportunity to acknowledge some of the other people that have been involved in the process and if either of you would like to respond to that. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I think Jonathan Cloud um, and, and Victoria Zellin as our um, fiscal hosts have, have played a crucial role, vital role, providing um, the, the legal structuring for the ER fund and uh, Vivero as kind of an interface for the ER fund. Mitty Berry uh, is, is working at the heart, I would say, uh, weekly and daily uh, to help understand how Vivero can be a means of collective determination and collective self-expression. It's the, it's the participatory aspect of a participatory giving trust. It's, it's how we are able to collectively use our voice and, and how our, our resources are distributed. She's yeah she's 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 courted to designing that process and the engagement that that uh, allows us to to nominate and to recognize the projects in in the Vivero ecosystem and and there's other people Kath um, is another notable person maybe Rachel um, I I could pass it over to you and you can recognize. Um, Absolutely. And there are other folks too uh, that are new that I haven't really had a chance to interact with because I've been um, so so I'm I'm really kind of the startup person so you know I have ideas for things I give them away and then I need to move on to the next thing and I'm 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 now you know creating something I can make it uh, a quick plug for the bright spot but just to say that that sure. that. Uh, uh, it's it's an it's a an, it's a media outlet to help it uh, grow inspirational capital. We're ta- we're telling the stories of these things that are happening, and I'm kind of hoping that Vivero and Brightspot can work together. But anyway, that's just to say that I've kind of um, I've kind of gone into the next thing. So there are people. Vivero's taken on a life of its own. I feel as if I sort of. Um, you know, I planted some seeds and put a little water on it, and now other people are tending to it um, uh, in in a way that I never even imagined. It's 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 um, uh, evolved into something, you know, which is kind of a cool a cool thing. So, but I, I think that um, it's also important uh, uh, for me anyway to say that one of the things it's not necessarily a person. But the the, the Bio Parque mm. Mancora in 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 mm. Barichara was a big big inspiration for for just the, the kind of the metaphorical roots of this this idea of the relationship between what grows out of the ground and the people that are tending to that and then the resources needed to make that possible. It's all you know it's all connected. So that would be mm. that would be the credit that I'd want to give. Mm, mm, beautiful. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. Natural inspiration. Yeah. I would I would call out very specifically, again, Kath. Um, she is a, a contributor on our, our weekly uh, Vivera Working Groups, which is an open group where we act as stewards for this. So she facilitates that group and I would say mm. really carries the spirit mm. of the conversation. Um, and then uh, Kath and Vivek, um, who's another member of the Earth Regenerators Network, uh, just put out a website. So earthregenerators.org uh, forward slash Vivero. We have a short kind of snippet about that. Um, Vivek is our web host at, at, at ER. 
And I think that that's about it for names. Um, I do want to, I guess, speak a little bit. I think we, 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 we talked for a long time, but I think another important element that, that Rachel kind of from the nonprofit world is something that's unlocked with Vivero and that's, and that's like participation and that's legacy building. It's, it's kind of a story element and we function very similar to a nonprofit where we will accept donations. And you can even figure it out too through Open Collective. If you wanted to, to donate a, 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 only a dollar monthly, that's possible through a custom donation. Um, but but that, that contribution uh, is, becomes a legacy because it's gonna grow in, in perpetuity, hopefully. And, and unlike another nonprofit where there's a, maybe a fundraising drive and, and you hear about it on the radio every uh, year or every month, um, this is actually an opportunity to get involved and to, to once you once you contribute, you have a voice in Vivero. You can nominate projects that you find inspiring that are uh, that that represent people, groups of people with their hands on the ground uh, in a, on a daily basis. Um, we're exploring funding fellowships uh, at, at the Earth Regenerators, and and we we have this idea where Vivero isn't just going to be a, a place for grants to begin given out every mm. every month or every quarter but it's actually going to be we're going to have flow to uh, where maybe some some uh, money is given away every day and and i think there was some discussion i'll, I'll leave it on a, on a on an interesting kind of visionary note there was discussion earlier today within the, the working group about synchronizing the distributions uh, up from the Vivero main fund on, on the, the equinox. So four times, four times a year, spring, summer, fall and winter. And then the flows could mm -hmm. correlate to moon cycles. Uh, so we have solar cycles and lunar cycles represented as well as the, the water cycle and the, the, the carbon cycle through soil and water. So uh, mm. bringing in like story of the natural world and then I think trying to link that and weave that into place as, as bioregions is, is uh, that's where my heart wants, wants to take this, but um, it's, 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 the, it's the realm of imagination and connection with earth that I think, that's just how I sum kind of, that's how I generalize what we, what we are, we are. It's just, we care for earth and we care for each other and we're trying to build a way of being that represents that. Just to kind of, of take this fully circled around to say that, you know, mm -hmm. the, the, the beauty of this is, you know, once you've been touched by this, you know, the gift, the community, you know, then then the, the, the impulse is to want to give back, right? So, you know, I got a gift, I wanted to do something, I, I created something, I gave it back. And, and I think that that's happening in a lot of different ways, even people who haven't received monetary gifts. I mean, it's like what you were talking about, Andy, and, 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 mm. and also, you know, Todd, just the fact that you've put so much of your heart and soul and time and effort into, you know, seeing this through and staying with it. There, there's something about this as being part of it that um, it, it's, it's self-renewing. You know, you, 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 you want to, you got, you get it, you're getting something and you're, you're wanting to, to give back. And, and, uh, and I think that's, to me, that's the, talking about the natural cycles of, of 
planetary yeah. and and uh, nature and and such not and so forth yeah. and i think this is the human the human equivalent of that is that we're we're also yeah. in this natural um renewing and regenerating cycle that i just it, no matter what happens i feel super hopeful and also really you know proud to have been part of this because it is something we mm. we 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 went from nothing and and mm. now we have something and that's yeah, and I think yeah. it's gonna it's gonna continue to surprise us. It's gonna continue to surprise mm. us with yeah. what grows. Yeah, I agree. I so. yeah. Um, well, I think that's a beautiful note to wrap it up on. I mean, there's uh, when when I was thinking about doing this interview, there was so many things that we felt like we could talk about, and there's you know there's a lot of stuff that we've left out. I did want to touch on you know the incredible transparency of the of the the structure I wanted to um, <laughs> talk more about sort of gift economy there was there, there's so much that uh, that Vivero opens up you know for conversation and so perhaps we could check back in in you know like you know at a, at a later point of the the growth of this uh, this beautiful like plant <laughs> as we're calling it the seedling and uh, and see how it's growing see what we uh, what we've noticed in 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 the intervening time so what do you think about that idea? Um, count me in. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. Well, thank you both so Have very much for coming on board and uh, and talking about it. This has been really fun and um, yeah, kind of joy. And uh, I hope you have beautiful days. Yes. And uh, and uh, ble blessings of the season to you both. It's inspiring conversation. Thanks. So, thanks for <laughs> thank you, Rachel. Okay. Thank blessings of the season. <laughs> yeah. Thanks so much. Well, thank you for being with us and listening in on the conversation. I hope you got something from it. I know I enjoyed it immensely, but I hope it also conveyed something of the amazing potential and importance of Vivero to the life and health of the Earth Regenerators community and the spirit in which it's been built. One thing that I'd like to make properly clear if it hasn't been apparent to you already is that Vivero is, was designed to be a platform where, as I quoted Mitty Berry saying earlier, Giving and receiving becomes like the inhalation and exhalation of being in relationship with the community. Giving to receive and receiving to give. One of the things that means is that there's no direct path within Vivero to, for us to donate to particular individuals, particular projects, particular organisations. There are plenty of other paths outside Vivero to do that and that might be a wonderful act of direct support using Patreon or other donation portals that each might set up for themselves. But in Vivero, you give to the community in faith and trust that the community will make good decisions about where that capital goes. And you're invited to fully participate in that decision-making process as a member of the community. So please ask about that if it interests you. But in some, in some important sense, you let go of precise control over what you give and trust in community to look after you and others when that is what is needed. In that way, as it grows and becomes a flowing vessel of various kinds of capital, Vivera really does have the potential to transform our lives and make fully dedicating ourselves to regenerative work far more possible for all, for all of us. But it's not there yet, and as Mitty Berry has also said in a group that I attended recently, the flywheel starts with the gift, as so many Indigenous peoples know. So if you haven't already... Maybe even right now, go and jump on the app and bring your voice and presence to the space and make a contribution. That address again, app.vivero.co.com. 
$10 or $20 a month, say, would be a fabulous gift. If we all bring a modest but real contribution like that, we can very effectively support each other to do amazing and necessary work in the world. Speaking of amazing and necessary work, I might add that there are already superb projects held within Vivero that are game-changing projects in their respective places and really deserve our support. We mentioned a few in the conversation like the Rejana Rosa Collective in Costa Rica and Possible Planet in the US, but there are many others. There is uh, the Tribes and Nature's Defenders Protecting Biodiversity and Indigenous Culture in the Philippines. There's Plethora Social Initiative in Uganda, training refugees to empower themselves with permaculture and entrepreneurial skills. Regen Nations with their incredible six-month online learning journey and prototyping lab incubating talented people and projects in Oceania and Asia, and so forth. Various individuals and their work are there too, like Alpha Low, weaving a slow water movement across the US and around the world. Todd and Rachel are both there, of course, and myself, but there's also Kath March, mentioned several times today in her beautiful syntropic storytelling work with Planet Hive. Emily Scherning doing dynamic climate change education with with American Resiliency. Benji Ross convening so much amazing and important exploration with the Bioregional Catalyst Group, and so on and so forth. But perhaps you have your own regenerative work that you'd love to have the community support with. Of course, that's also what Vivero is made for. If you're not sure how to go about asking for support, I would direct you toward the Regenerative People and Project Incubator, as we talked about today, which was purpose-built for nurturing people and projects and building supportive relationships around them. That's probably your best port of call for entering into a relationship with the community, getting to know people, having people come to know you and your work and your passions. There's a sign-up sheet within that group, but if anything isn't clear, perhaps you can always direct message myself on Mighty Networks or Kath or Midi or JP, anyone active in that space, anyone will help you. But I guess the general message is, let's get behind Vivero and really make it grow and flourish for our collective benefit. It's here for all of us. To look further into the various projects we talked about today, there'll be links in the show notes you can follow. Todd's work will be there, as will Rachel's and my own too, if you should like to investigate. Thank you again for listening. This has been an episode of the Earth Regenerators Community Podcast. Take care, fellow humans, and we'll see you in the next episode. This podcast is a decentralized platform for the regenerative community. Anybody on Earth Regenerators can propose or record their own episode. So if you are already on Earth Regenerators, contact Jacob Seidler if you have an idea for a future interview or audio essay. And if you're not on there yet, come and join us for regular learning journeys on the pathway to regeneration, inspiration from the many regenerative projects reporting there, and a wonderful community woven around mutual support. Just enter Earth Regenerators into your search engine and find a website or follow the link in the description. Let's regenerate the Earth.